It's Fiscally Irresponsible Friday here on TM5, sponsored by Incredible Pulp and Lemonade. It's Friday, Friday. Well, how the hell did you get the beans about the Friday? Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Losing his mind. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What do you refer to? Your mom goes to college. I have misplaced my pants. Welcome in to another edition of <laughs> Fiscally Irresponsible Friday. Hey guys, it is Billy and Bryce again here. Maybe. Are we back? Bryce, are you here? I guess I am. Sort of. But in, in body. Hey, uh, you know what's something I'm I'm planning on getting you for Christmas? Oh Lord. I don't, I can't even I can't even I don't know. I can't even guess. So so many hey, possibilities for mine is Lark. A what? <laughs> a freaking alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably sleep through that one just like I do my alarm clocks on my phone. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I it's it's weird. I guess I do it in my sleep. I don't I don't know why I do it. I it's usually nine times out of ten when I don't wake up and sleep through my alarm clock. It's when I don't sleep with my watch on. It's when my watch is dead and I have to charge it overnight. If my watch is on, I'll wake up because it buzzes on my wrist. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a heavy sleeper, man. I, I've slept through many, many alarms. Uh, I've even slept through multiple fire alarms before when our fire alarm goes off in the middle of the night sometimes, just like a malfunction or whatever. Um, I've slept through those, slept through tornado warnings. I am an insanely, insanely heavy sleeper. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I joke with you about that, but I mean, I, my internet was down yesterday, so like both of us just kind of had a, a rough morning. Yeah. That's why we didn't Thursday evening. <laughs> Uh, today is, is cherry turnover day. Oh, okay. Uh, cherry turnover day. I'm, I'm down for that. I like I like real cherry stuff. I'm the same way with strawberry too. Um, I, I like I like cherry. I'm not a huge fan of like um, uh, well like manufactured cherry flavor or manufactured strawberry flavor. Um, so cherry cherry popover. If this has like real cherries in it, it has like real you know real cherry filling inside i'm down for it but like the artificial cherry stuff i can't i can't do that for some reason it just doesn't the way they artificially make some flavors and cherry is one of those flavors i I don't know just tastes weird to me like a cherry strawberry and orange are like the three flavors that like if it if it's artificially made i can't do it but if it's if it's real like legit cherries and stuff in a popover um, yeah, I'm down for that. It sounds like a it sounds like a a light pastry, uh, a cherry popover. I've never had one, but it sounds like one of those sounds like one of those uh, fried pies that my grandma used to make me. Speaking of artificially flavored, it's also National Tofu Day. <laughs> oh man! Um, so when I was on my big health kick, probably uh, I don't know eight years ago, I used to eat a bunch of tofu, and it was not great. It was mostly it was essentially just a filler. Like, if you eat a meal that needs beans in it, tofu can do the same thing. I tried to substitute uh, some of my some of my meat for tofu just to, you know, eat less calories, and it was pretty awful, man. Tofu was pretty awful. The only way the only way I could ever get it to taste good was you have to cut it up in in pretty small pieces, like I don't I don't know, no no bigger than a peanut, small pieces, and fry it pretty well, uh, and then put some sort of some sort of sauce on it. I had some like uh, some like peanut tasting sauce. That I'd put over, it, and then I'd mix it in with some other stuff. So, um, yeah, I never, I never found a great way to make tofu taste really good. Uh, it's like eating, it's like eating a block of hard, a little bit, a little bit more firm Jello that doesn't have any taste. It's, 
it's not great. Wow. But like I said, it, it's a decent filler in a meal. If you're trying to lose weight, doesn't have a lot of calories. And if you're trying to get full on something that doesn't have a lot of calories, it's a, it's a good filler in meals. So if you want to mix it in with rice or mix it in with beans or something like that, and then just try to cut your calories. It's not bad that way, but it's it's not very tasty, man. It's not very tasty at all. So Bryce, I stayed up till one o'clock last night. Hey, me too. I watched the end of the Braves Dodgers game, and what a freaking game! Oh, uh, let's start, let's start there. The end of uh, uh, magic numbers down to twenty-five. Woo. And when I say magic numbers down to twenty-five, that is that should be the, the NL, one. right? Yes. Yeah, baby. Magic number for the division is sixteen. Oh, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> looking pretty good. Looking pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing pretty good. Uh, Braves win eight to seven, and uh, newsflash: breaking news, breaking, breaking. Because this is this is breaking. You right? have that bumper. I don't have that bumper. Oh yeah. Oh no. Breaking <laughs> news. Breaking news. <laughs> Ronald Acuna's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, first player in Major League Baseball history. This game has been going on since the 1800s. First player ever to have 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases in a season. You know, baseball has a lot of dumb stats, doesn't it? Like, just I, I don't, I guess I don't want to say dumb, but just just a lot of stats, a lot of weird. Oh, it's the first guy to ever hit a hit a home run at night while wearing two left-footed shoes or baseball is just weird like that but when you can be the first person to do anything i don't care what type of weird stat it is i don't care what type of you know made up thing and what ronnie did was neither a dumb stat nor made up but anytime you can be the first person to do something in baseball at this point in time baseball has been played for uh, uh, what probably close to 140 years i would think like started in the 1800s you know what i mean um so anytime you can be the first person to do something in baseball history in this day and age like i i hope folks really are able to grasp the magnitude of this situation because this is the most historic this is the most historic the uh, brave season has ever had since hank aaron set the home run record like this is this is the most historic thing we have seen from a brave player since Hank hit, you know, all those home runs and let's see, when, when, did, when did Hank retire? The 80s? Uh, Something like that? Late 70s? Uh, 70s? So this is, this, is the, this is arguably about 50 years. This is the most historic thing the Atlanta Braves have done in 50 years other than probably the 95 World Series, but that's a team accomplishment. This is the biggest individual season a Brave has had in 50 years. Yeah, I would go there, you know, outside of the outside of Chipper having his MVP season. Um, it, yeah, probably. And Chipper's MVP season was nowhere near what Ronnie's been doing right now. And Chipper's uh, MVP season was was great. It was a great season. I'm not, taking any, any, I'm not taking anything away from Chipper, and I love Chipper. I'm a huge, huge Chipper fan. But... I, from what I understand, and maybe I'm wrong here, nothing Chipper did that season was historical. It wasn't ever the first ever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Nope. And, and, and I'll, you know, I, I will never say a bad word about Chip, dude. I, lo- I love Chipper. Um, 
So I just I, I hope people appreciate what we are watching from Ronald Acuna Jr. We we might be watching, and this came out of the the mouth of I think Chipper himself said it. We we are probably watching the most talented Atlanta Braves player of all time. Yeah, yeah, which is insane. Yeah, which is insane when you think about it. It really is. Uh, I mean, if you think about all the players the Braves had between between Chip and 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 Hank. Murph, I mean, all the Hall of Famers, Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz. I know, I know, they were pitchers, but but still, it's uh, it's it's pretty amazing to when you when you step back and just kind of look at what we are being able to watch this year and what we are being blessed with as Braves fan. It, it really is amazing. Ronnie had four RBIs last night, a home run, and a stolen base. He's up to sixty-two stolen bases. Harris had two RBIs, including a bomb. Riley had a bomb. Strider went six innings pitch, four earned, nine Ks. Look, you're playing the second best team in Major League Baseball right now. For sure. In the Dodgers. For sure. You're, that game, I don't know about you, but I had just the most crazy anxiety when we got near the ninth inning, <laughs> especially with Rizel putting two people on. <laughs> Billy, let me be completely honest with you. Oh, what's up? I didn't watch a single second of this game. Really? Why'd you stay up till one o'clock then? Uh, because Minnesota and Nebraska were playing in an absolute nail biter, phenomenal <laughs> football game. Okay, stop it, stop it. Because that game was over about the fifth inning. Yeah, they had post game, dude. Game. They, had po- they had post game. I had to watch the post game for it. Oh no. That that game was phenomenal. I watched every second of that. Though. Listen, I'm, listen. I'm I, I love the Braves. I love the Braves. I love baseball. Everybody on this podcast knows that I love the Braves and love baseball. It's football season, baby. Like, wake me up when we get to the wake me up when we get to the playoffs. What is it? Wake me up when September ends. <laughs> yeah, <think> we are. <laughs> We're in September. Uh, I thought it was cool though. Just I, I I say I didn't watch any. I flipped. I flipped back and forth. All right, I didn't flip back and forth. We don't have cable anymore. Someone canceled it. So I had to pull up multiple streams, and I watched a little bit of the Braves thing uh, and listened to a little bit on the radio. I listened to uh, to a podcast about it this morning, sort of recapping the game. What I thought was kind of cool, the, and it, it, it was a battle between two MVPs last night, too, between Acuna and Betts, and, and both of them had just really phenomenal good. games, dude. I, it's I, it's it's so great. I mean, it's that. Pretty cool, Yeah, like, yeah. Top three with MVP candidates with Freddie, with Betts, with Acuna, they're all in the same game. This is unreal. And Olsen, I think, is number five in, in or number four, number five in MVP voting yeah. right now. So it felt it felt like a playoff game. I mean, this is this is one of those games where my fingers are crossed. You know, early in the season I thought it was gonna be the Braves and the Reds in the NLCS, and the Reds have just the wheels have fallen off that wagon. Um and now I think it's I'm, I'm pretty sure as long as, as long as the Dodgers and Braves can get past whoever they play in the first round, I, we should we should be set up with just a just a slobber knocker phenomenal NLCS this year between the Braves and Dodgers because it is it's going to be great. It's just going to be a, a fantastic great season or series. Excuse me. Braves uh, will continue their series tonight. Um, game two tonight in in Chavez Ravine. And uh, hopefully we can uh, bring home. Look, we've already swept the Giants. We yep. took two or three from Colorado, right? Yep. Or we took two or three from Giants, swept the Colorado. That's what we did. So we've already got what six wins on this road trip. Correcto. Out of, out of seven. 
yeah. <laughs> seven games so far. <laughs> and we're supposed to have eleven, so we've already won the won the road trip, which yep. is perfect for me. And give me just give me one more win over this Dodger series. Split this Dodger series, and I'll be happy. I mean, you know, that's Bingo. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, we forgot to mention T's and P's, man. Moment of silence. Yeah, moment of silence. Ronald Acuna Jr. Horrible mistake. Uh, he got married. You <laughs> did uh, a hell of a game, man. It's a hell of a day. Period. Hey, yeah. Like, you listen, know? if if this is the if this is the game that Ronnie's gonna have after he gets married, can he just get married like every day? We play the we play the Dodgers. He didn't need to get married when we play like the Nats or something like that, or you know the Pirates or whatever. But when, when we play the Dodgers, can can you just get married like every day, man? Well, you know, if this is the game you're gonna have afterwards. So I love Grant McCauley, and you and. You follow Grant McCauley. Yes. Grant yes. McCauley's had this thing posted, like the uh, outlook for how how many home runs and stolen bases he's on pace for. Uh-huh. Right, right now, he's on pace for 74 or 76 uh, stolen bases and uh, 37 home runs. That's it's crazy. September one. It's September one. If you don't think that Ronnie is not going to try to go a forty seventy season, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Forty seventy. Can can you even fathom a forty seventy <clears throat> season? First of all, when was the last time somebody? There's only been a few forty forties, right? Right. There's only been a four a few forty fifties. I think. I'm not sure. There's ever been <laughs> like. 4070 there there won't be another person to do that. It's just uh, not happening. No. There's only there's been only four players in the history of baseball to join the 4040 club. It's Jose Canseco in 88 which doesn't count. Barry Bonds, Bonds. Barry Bonds in 96 which doesn't count. Alex Rodriguez in 98 which doesn't count. Wait 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Canseco counts. Nope. That was before that was before steroids. Doesn't count. 96 counts with Bonds nope. because that was before steroids. Doesn't count. Bonson, Bonson starts juicing until after. Oh, until I didn't know you were Barry Bonson's was- personal assistant. And you knew every you know needle that he put in his body. That's crazy. You should have uh, been on that Balco thing. Absolutely not. You take steroids, none of your stats for your entire career count. Absolutely not. You don't get to say, oh, no, this is before I took steroids. Nope. You take steroids, none of your stuff counts. Absolutely not. Okay. The only one yeah. that counts is 2006 Alfonso Soriano with the Washington Nationals. So only one player in MLB history has ever done this. Do what? You don't think Alfonso was juicing? Are you crazy? Probably, yeah. I, I don't know if he ever got, like, officially called for it, but I'd be pretty shocked if he wasn't. But I, all I go off of is I know Canseco did, I know Bonds did, and I know Rodriguez did. I don't know Soriano did. I'd be shocked if he didn't, but I don't know for sure that he did. Bryce, it's Friday, so let's get to our Friday night preview. And, and we've got some... Friday amazing games on the slate tonight uh, amazing uh let's get to um we'll we'll go with our non-broadcast games okay first i like it hit me okay. with those uh let's start with mount zion versus jordan mount zion has a 34 point favorite according to the maxwell ratings okay 34 points yeah. uh spoke with uh 
coached Brad Gordon this week, and and you actually got to sit down and talk with him. I did, I did. I, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I kind of feel, I kind of feel left out. I love doing just Villarica because that's where I, that's where I live, that's where I work, that's where all my kids go to school. Uh, so I love being able to talk to Villarica every single week, whether it's uh, Chris Rippey or uh, or Coach Austin Barron. Uh, but yeah, I kind of miss my conversations with um, with Brad and, and Shane and Corey and everybody else that we used to interview last year. So I got to sit down with, with Brad and talk to him about this Jordan team. And uh, other other than uh, you know their quarterback, who, who Brad was very complimentary of, um, you know I think it's the same sort of Jordan team they're bringing back from last year. Last year, essentially, they had the same problem Bremen did. A lot of young kids, new coach, not a new coach for Bremen, but. A lot of young kids, same thing Bremen was going through. This year, it's year two of that new coach bringing up that young team. He said that quarterback they got down there is insanely dynamic. Um, he said they've been having a tough time uh, all week on scout team trying to reproduce what that young kid can do down there uh, to give Mount Zion's ones a good look at it. So I, I think this 34-point favorite of Mount Zion is a little bit too gracious for Mount Zion. I don't think they're going to lose by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I think that quarterback for Jordan is going to keep it close. And it wouldn't surprise me if Jordan is within two touchdowns or two scores in the fourth quarter. And, you know, Mount Zion's – it's going to be a four-quarter battle, I think, for the Eagles. I agree. Um, I, you know, I Mount Zion did a gr- good game last week out after they got through their baseball score. Um, <laughs> and talking with Brad, he was really upset about um, just how – how things went down there. Um, <laughs> That's an people. understatement. <laughs> um, so it's, it is what it is. You know, they, they came away with a win and, and he's moved on, but it, he was definitely um, not pleased. But uh, I think Mount Zion wins this one for, for sure. Agreed. Uh, Carrollton versus Rome. Carrollton is a two point favorite versus Rome. I'm not surprised by this, by this line at all. Rome has come out of the box, just flying. Um, they are two and zero. They they put on some numbers, and this rivalry is one of the best. Yeah, and, uh, I, yeah. I guess is this is this a historic rivalry? Because maybe I, I don't know. Maybe you know you know me. I, I'm not I'm not steeped in in West Georgia high school history. Is is Carrollton Rome? Has that been a historic rivalry that, between these two teams? Not a huge one, but it has been lately. Okay. Okay. Um, like within probably the last twenty years, it's been pretty solid. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's number it's number five in the state versus number seven in the state. Uh, like you said, Rome has come out of the gate with two huge wins: thirty-four to nothing over Cass and fifty-six to eight over Lithonia. Uh, I, I'm still going to take Carrollton in this game, um, and I, I take Carrollton with the points. Two point favorite. I, I take Carrollton with the points. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna beat Rome by uh, let's say a touchdown. Let's say a tutty. Yeah. Yeah, I think Carrollton wins as well. Uh, let's go to your game, Villarica at Northgate. Uh, Northgate is a 14-point favorite. You know, I'm not sure how Austin does this or if he even pays attention to it and knows, you know, that Maxwell ratings put out this. Hey, you're a 14-point dog, you know, um, just to motivate the kids. But, you know, sometimes I think that would be okay. Like, I know that Umbre had talked about the amount of talk you know, out of Bowden the week before Bowden um, and was using that as motivation. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, they could use this point differential as, as motivation as well. Yeah. in Northgate right now, they're two and zero in the season beating whitewater 31 to 18 and stars mill 24 to 21. Northgate was double digit underdogs in both of those games. 
Um, so now, now Northgate the favorite. Hopefully they go. They become zero and one as favorites this year uh, af after tonight. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna see out of Villarica, man. Last week shot ourselves in the foot way too many times. Uh, offense didn't look like they had as much chemistry as they should have. Defense looked very, very strong, but late in the fourth quarter, uh, Hebron Christian just sort of started leaning on us. They had some big guys and were able to get big chunk plays because I think our defense was a little tired. They were out there for so long. Um, a lot of coachable moments coming out of uh, coming out of last week. So yeah, Villarica, Villarica starts a string of almost a month until they're back home. They have three away games. They don't come back home until the 22nd of September. Uh, so a long, long string of away games going down to Northgate. Northgate's a good team. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, re I really don't know what to be, what to expect you that 14 point favorite over for Northgate. seems like a big number. Uh, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a betting man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Villarica in the points there. But um, but yeah, I don't. It just depends on if we can stop shooting ourselves in the foot, man. The self-inflicted wounds last last week because of the penalties. So it killed us. It's what maybe made us lose that game, 13 to six uh, for, to Hebron Christian. So hopefully we come down there and hand the Vikings their first loss of the season. Hurt County faces off against South Atlanta, and the line there is is even. It's an, a zero. <laughs> Pick so. Game. I, I think that's a problem. I, I really do. I think, I, and granted, watching them play against uh, Bremen, it was a completely different Hurd County team than what I've seen. But, um, you know, I think Hurd County can come out and take care of business against South, South Atlanta this week. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know much about, about South Atlanta, to be honest with you. Um, I know uh, uh, I know Shane Lasseter probably had the hardest two weeks of practice the past two weeks after that Bremen game. Um, I would, I would be a, uh, it'd probably be a safe bet to say that you're not going to see the same Braves team versus versus South Atlanta this week that you saw versus Bremen in the opening in the opening game. South Atlanta's 0 and 2 in the season. They lost 20 to 6 to Southwest DeKalb and 21 to 12 to Crapple Hill. Um, and anytime you lose to Crapple Hill in football, I mean that's pretty embarrassing. I forgot they even fielded a football team. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah, so we'll, we'll see, man. It's a it's a it's a two a it's a two a school, so a little bit higher classification than Heard County. Uh, but it's a pick'em game, and uh, you're never gonna you're never gonna see me when I pick'em game. You're never gonna see me pick against the Herd County Herd County Braves and Shane Lasseter. So give me the Braves. I think Herd's gonna come out with a win. Uh, I agree with you, Billy. Agreed. Uh, Temple is a 21 point favorite against Chattooga tonight at home in Tigertown. I this one's easy for me. Temple's yeah. taking it, and, and they're gonna run away with it. Yeah, give me the Tigers, dude. They're gonna cool. they're gonna put up another 300 yards in rushing. Uh, it, it, I would take I would take Temple in this game if they were forty point favorites. Uh, Temple has got some absolute dogs out there, so yeah, give me the Temple Tigers, man. You and I have known Corey for a couple years now, right? Yep. Have you ever seen him this confident right now? Nope. And that scares me. There's a there's a glow. <laughs> there is a glow about Corey Nix when you get to talk to him about his football team. There is a there is a some sort of. Uh, I don't know, like a like a like a little shining light behind Corey Nix when he talks about his football team this year. That team, as long as they can avoid some injuries, that team is going to be very, 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 very good, folks. Yeah, I mean they've already put up over six hundred yards in rushing over the last two games. I mean combined, right. combined, I think they're over seven hundred, aren't they? There, yeah, it was three ninety one the week. Or last week, and I can't remember how much it was the week before, but three three thirty three or somewhere in the three thirties, I think. Yeah, so yeah, they're over seven hundred yards <laughs> rushing in the past two in two games. 
Yes. Just crazy. This is this is your wing tea. This is what we expected from Evan Hotsteller. Holy smokes. And, man, it's going to be so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. Video game numbers, baby. So Kenny, Coach Kenny and, and Bill Walker, or excuse me, Bill Bailey will be on the call for that game. And I cannot wait to, to listen in there. Uh, Central minus 18 versus Hampton. Uh, yes, Simple. please. I'm taking easy and the point. Easy, easy. Central on the points, especially after any of the kids that remain from last year's team. Uh, any of the kids remember going down to Hampton and losing a game that they absolutely 1 million percent should not have lost uh, and got absolutely shafted by whoever was running the scoreboard and the uh, then the clock. Uh, yeah, give me Central uh, minus 18 versus Hampton. Once again, I told you I would take Temple if they were 30-point favorites. I would take Central here if they were 30-point favorites. Central's just different right now. They're good, uh, they and are. they're going to be pissed off and have a chip on the shoulder about this game. I can guarantee it. Uh, yeah, I asked Ombre about that. I said, do, do the players remember last year you know, against Hampton? And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they should. <laughs> they absolutely should. And then finally, Bowden versus Bremen. Bowden is a three. Is it Bowden minus three? Or excuse me, Bremen's oh, three. Bremen, Bremen's minus three. Pardon me. Oh, I put that. I put Bremen, that in the wrong place. Off. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Bremen minus three versus Bowden tonight. Uh, in one of the oldest rivalries in the state of Georgia. God, man, I love this rivalry. Um, and and I actually get to go to it, go to it tonight. And like, you, this get a, is you get a big time. name. You get a big name uh, coming to do a little pick him with y'all this this uh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, we do. Tune I'm in. excited about that. Yeah. Um, so this is. I started with, uh, I started with that other radio company a couple years back, right? 2019, I think. Um, this is the first time that I've been able to cover the Bowden Bremen rivalry. Um, since doing this, yeah, like actual there, and I'm pumped about it, man. Like. I am so freaking pumped. It's going to be so much fun. That atmosphere is going to be electric. It'll be a playoff atmosphere because I'm telling you, the hate, the vitriol that are coming from each side. I don't know if you got a chance. I, I talked with uh, Riley Robinson from former Bowden alum who is now, um, she's a sports reporter over in Amarillo. I talked with her um, and we'll put that out as a podcast later i don't know if we're doing that today are we doing that today yeah it should be up today okay um so put that out it, and we'll put that out but she she talked about the rivalry what it meant to her i've i've literally talked with um our, our buddy maurice nunn about it and i also talked with a um <laughs> a fraternity brother of mine who went to bremen and he told me um what did he say I said, when when I say Bowden, what comes to mind? And he said, F sticks. I said, so the rivalry from high school still sticks in your crawl this many years later? And he goes, I wouldn't pee on them if they were on fire. Yes, this is what the rivalry means. And I love every single second of it. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game tonight, man. Like the both of these teams are a lot more evenly matched than I feel like they have been in a while. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's like Casey said, most of these Bowden Bremen games are pretty, pretty big one sided. Like it's not a lot of these are like one possession, one score games. I mean, if you look, if you look at the past couple of years, 
I mean, other than 2021, you have to go back in quite a while to go find a one-possession Bremen-Bowden game. And I think tonight is going to be one of those one-possession Bowden-Bremen games. Uh, I'm taking Bremen as a minus-three favorite, man. I, I like what Bremen brings to the table. I think they're really talented. Last week versus Harrelson County, they didn't maximize what they should have done. They didn't score as many points as they should have, and I think Rooster Russell got them back into shape this week. Um, I think he had a couple come to Jesus moments with some of his teammates or some of the some of the team, and um, I, I don't know. Bowden's offense still just to me doesn't look like it's clicking on all cylinders yet. There's a lot of talent on that Bowden team, but it just doesn't seem like all the cogs have come together quite yet. Uh, and once they do, Bowden's going to be an absolute wagon once they figure out how to play with each other. Uh, but it just doesn't, from what I've seen from the tapes that I've seen from Bowden, it just doesn't seem like they're clicking quite yet. Uh, so give me Bremen. I know they're a three-point favorite. Give me Bremen in this game. And the Maxwell rankings have come up with the early playoff projections. According to them, uh, Carrollton will be playing North Balding <laughs> in the first round. Central will be playing Hateful Charter. Bremen will be facing off against White County as the three seed. Hurt County will be the three seed and face off against Brook Ca- Brooks County. Pelham at Temple. At Temple. Yep. That's right. Home game at for Temple. Temple. Temple will be hosting a playoff game, according to Maxwell Ratings. Uh, Chattahoochee County is at number one, Bowden. And then Manchester will be at number two, Mount Zion. Yeah. So if Carrollton not winning that, is, that region is, I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell they think they're doing, trying to be cute or whatever, but that computer's idiotic. Carrollton's winning that region. I would say Central. I would I would say Central is going to win their region. Um, I, I would think it, we're going to have three region champions. It all comes down to week five, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I, th- um, I think Carrollton, Central, and Bowden all win their region. I think we have three region champions. Or six, week six, maybe. Whenever whenever Central plays Cedartown, which Central will be there. Central plays Cedartown in week uh what is this one two three four five six week seven week seven central hosts cedartown yeah that game is going to be ridiculous it is because they had a bye week the week before and cedartown has the only loss they have this year uh, is against uh Callaway and they got completely destroyed by Callaway. What's crazy uh, what's crazy is that's the region championship but it's the first region game for both teams but it, yep. but it is the region championship. Yep. All right. So tomorrow we get uh, week one of college football. As we mentioned last night, Bryce and I were list- watching a lot of college football. Uh, Utah just beat the ever-living piss out of Florida. Uh, <laughs> and the Minnesota-Nebraska uh, game was spectacular. That was it, was it was a good really, if you're a Big Ten It was fan. a really boring game. It was. Like, really boring game. But you know what? The ending was perfect absolutely perfect when the fact that yeah nebraska fumbled the ball with four minutes left to go i was like here we go what what an atmosphere too what a big 10 game that was the most uh, it was was so greatly representative of a big 10 game low scoring a lot of defense a ton of mistakes and it ends in a in a game-winning field goal as time expires what what a great way for the big 10 to represent last night Georgia comes out tomorrow against uh, Tennessee Martin at 6 p.m. Um, this game will be over <clears throat> by about 6, 6.01. Um, so don't don't be fooled. Um, the only reason Georgia people are watching this is because they want to watch their Georgia Bulldogs. That's the only reason they're watching this. There's no other reason to watch this outside of their Georgia fans. I'm not watching this game. There's no reason for me to watch it. 
this game will be over by 601 um you know i'll probably watch a, a recap of it i'll see highlights but that's the extent of it there's no price this game is one of those games that means absolutely nothing no it, I mean, it's just George's one it's one you know on the way to a 12 and 0 season yeah i mean the the thing the thing if you're a georgia fan the only thing you want is you hope your starters um come out after the first two drives healthy like you don't want to lose anybody in a meaningless game Georgia's is going to probably hang 70 on ut martin um this this game is this game is so lopsided billy they don't even have a line for it like there's there's no line right now um <laughs> they've taken it off the books uh so yeah that that's what they think of ut martin it's you know it is what it is georgia Georgia has a, a soft cupcake schedule, but it's not their fault. They had they had two out of conference big games uh, scheduled for this year, and both of them, because the conferences are going into silly season, both the conferences made the teams that Georgia was supposed to play pulled the games out. So Georgia had a you know it's sort of like when in high school football when Aniston cancels or, or when one of those schools over in Alabama cancels on our guys like they're right. sort of in a crappy situation. You know what I mean? So uh, Georgia isn't the same thing. It's it's not entirely their fault that they have such an easy schedule. Um, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna hang probably seventy on UT Martin. Hope everybody comes out uh, comes out healthy. Do you think UT Martin scores in this game at all? Yes. Okay. I do. Okay. And it's probably late against the fourth string Georgia people, but yes, I do think they score. You think Georgia's gonna put in like the towel boy at quarterback in the fourth quarter? Maybe. <laughs> um, I would I would get Carson back out of there after probably the third series. Yeah. I'd assume I'd assume we're probably gonna see Gunnar Stockton tomorrow. Dude, that quarterback room is ridiculous. I would not be surprised if you saw all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. Hey, NC State, what the hell are y'all doing? Not starting uh, MJ Morris. What's going on up there? What? What yeah, is serious? this? Yeah, what, what's going on? Have you seen the dude that's starting? No. His name is Brennan Armstrong. He looks like a looks like a mid thirties year old like PE teacher for a middle school. <laughs> Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing up there, guys? Armstrong looked terrible. Put in MJ Morris. You know, I was I was watching the game intently last night uh, for Minnesota versus uh, Nebraska, looking for number 14, Chief Borders. Yeah. Just to see if if Chief got in. I never saw I Chief. I never saw did him play. Him? No, I didn't ever see him play. I don't think he did. That, was, that sucks, man. Yeah. I, I always want to see Chief play. Yeah. But anyway, um, Good, good football and, last night, man. I watched uh, I watched UCF, who was probably the best uh, college football team in Florida. They destroyed Kent State. Watched a little Georgia State. Um, holy smokes, that Georgia State coach, not very good. Uh, he tried to lose that game for Georgia State last <laughs> night versus Rhode Island at the end of the game. My goodness, horrible play calling. Uh, watched the NC State game. They looked decent against UConn. Probably would have looked better with MJ Morris at quarterback. Uh, watched Nebraska versus Minnesota. Minnesota won that one. I was cheering heavily against Minnesota. I hate P.J. Fleck, but he is a good coach. He's a good motivator. So a lot of good football on last night, man. Hey, tell me about the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, Marine South scoreboard from last night in softball. Bremen beats Ringgold 4-1. to Once again, Bremen number one team in the state, according to me. Uh, Carrollton beat Cartersville 6-4. to That's good to see the Lady Trojans getting on a, a bit of a roll. Out there, I like to see that in softball. Central beats Cedartown thirteen to five. Lady Lions are an absolute wagon. They are a really good softball team this year. Uh, in a game uh, that you were at, Billy Harrelson County falls to Temple twelve to one. Temple is a sneaky good team this year, man. Don't sleep on those Lady Lion, uh, Lady Tigers. Do not sneak. Do not sleep on them. Don't sneak uh, up I on them either. Do what? I said, don't sneak up on them either. Don't sneak up on them, and don't sleep on them. <laughs> 
I, I would not be surprised if, you know, they lost they lost Tuesday against Hurd County. I would not be surprised if it was Hurd County 1, Temple 2 in the in the region. It should um, be. Yeah, it should be. I, and, and Temple should be ranked inside the top 10 uh, when the rankings come out next week. Temple should be a top 10 team in the state. Dude, they and they just destroyed the number 10 team in the state in AAA or in AA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, destroyed them. Yeah. It's, they were they were and ranked was, 11 this week. Yeah. Temple was. Yeah, they, they should be in the top 10. Uh, in volleyball last night, Carrollton beat East Coweta 2 to nothing on the Smith's floor coverings. Games and events calendar for this weekend. No softball, no volleyball. We have a cornucopia of college football starting this weekend. But uh, in high school football tonight, Friday Night Lights, Bowden versus Bremen, Carrollton at Rome, Central versus Hampton, Hurd County versus South Atlanta, Mount Zion versus Jordan, Temple versus Chattooga, and Villa Rica at Northgate. And like I said, man, this weekend we have just a full slate of awesome, awesome college football. It kicks off in earnest. Billy, do you have a do you have one game that you have circled that you're most excited about watching this weekend in college football? Uh, I uh, yes, uh, mine, my personal one. Yes, I I, I want to watch Ohio State. It's a it's a it's a Big Ten game. It's on CBS. I get to hear Brad Nessler again call it Ohio State game, which I'm excited about. Because the last one that I remember, and maybe this is just he. This may not be the the last one he did, but the last one I remember he did was the Sugar Bowl game against Alabama, and that's the only. Like if he called one after that, I've blocked it from my memory on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I can't wait. Um, I I get to hear Brad Nestler call an Ohio State game, and I'm pumped about it. But yeah, I I'll watch a little bit of that game. I guess I don't know. I, I there's not much juice for me into that game. I I just don't I don't really care to be honest with you. Um. Yeah, I mean the two games that I got circled that I that I can't miss. Seven thirty on ABC, UNC versus South Carolina. I think that game's going to be phenomenal in the Duke's Mayo Classic. And then Sunday night, Sunday night, seven thirty, ABC, LSU uh, versus Florida State in the Camping World kickoff. I think that game is going to be great too. Um, the Ohio State game should be over by the end of the first quarter, probably. It's yeah, I just still going to watch. Yeah, I'll watch maybe half of the first quarter. Maybe it's a fiscally irresponsible Friday. It is. It is indeed, Which sir. We need to get to our incredible hopes lock of the week. Let's do this. Hello. Sorry. I had, I had a sneeze. I had, a, I, had a, I had to mute myself while I sneezed. You went away and I was like, oh my God, did I lose him? I, no, I was trying not to sneeze in the mic. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Incredible Pulp Soft Earned Dollars segment. Billy, I think you went 2-3 and three last week, um, yeah. s- something like that. You went really good. I went 0-3. I picked a lot of, I picked a lot of long odd underdogs last week. None of them hit. Uh, so this week I went a bit more uh, a bit more fiscally responsible, you could say. Uh, so my locks of the week, I got UNC versus South Carolina. They're going to hit the over. That is 64 and a half. I think they're both going to go over. Spencer Rattler is going to throw seven touchdowns and eight interceptions. Should be a phenomenally entertaining game. That's at a minus 108. Utah at Iowa. Give me the under for team total at a 43 and a half. That is at a minus 110. And then on the Ohio State game, give me Dallin Hayden with an anytime touchdown at a plus 125. Yeah, that that one that... Utah State versus Iowa is definitely going to go under. There's <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I'll be shocked if Iowa gets into double digits. 
All right. Uh, for me, give me tonight uh, Miami versus Miami. Um, I, I've got Miami of Florida minus 16 and a half over Miami of Ohio. Give me that one. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd see. Uh, I'd, I'd go the other way on that one just because I hate Miami of Florida. <laughs> Texas versus Rice. Give me the over in that game, 59 and a half. Um, I, I feel that Texas is probably going to score 50 plus in themselves. They and should. then Rice is probably going to give up probably 10. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. And then give me Illinois minus nine and a half versus Toledo. Um, I think that that's probably the best bet right there. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, never mind. I'm thinking of Akron. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Wrong Ohio school. <laughs> Wrong Ohio school. Wrong Ohio school. Sorry. I, I was. You said Toledo, and for some reason, my mind went to the Zips. They have a new quarterback. It's supposed to be really good this year. Um, yes, I like that. I like that. Sorry, my mind went. My mind went to straight to Akron. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Apparently, yeah. I'm getting Toledo and Akron mixed up. Another cup of coffee brought to you by the realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Gould. Uh, Utah's quarterback duo shines and win as Camp Rising eyes return to practice. <laughs> Florida looked terrible. They look awful. <laughs> oh, man. And every single Georgia fan just started chuckling at this game. <laughs> I, I texted every single Florida fan that I had in my phone, and the, all I said was, I thought y'all were supposed to be good this year. What's going on? I thought y'all were supposed to win the East. I thought y'all were supposed to be bad. Florida sucks, dude. Yeah, Florida's Perfect. terrible. 70-yard pass. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Florida, Florida got flagged at one point for having two guys in the field at the same time with the same number. <laughs> Dumbasses. Terrible. Florida's um, terrible. Vikings TJ Hawkinson signs a historic deal for tight ends. Dude, four year contract extension that'll pay him at least sixty-six million and up to sixty-eight and a half million. Yeah. <laughs> Just nuts, dude. Absolutely insane. That is a that is a big contract up for there for TJ Hawkinson. Vikings gonna be good this year, man. I like the Vikings a lot. Yeah. Um, Guardians grab Lucas Giolito as Angels castoffs find home. <laughs> yeah, they pretty, the, uh, the Guardians pretty much signed every single person that the Angels cut last week. Like they signed um, Giolito, Matt Moore, uh, one of the relievers, and I think that was it. But yeah, you know, the, the Angels had a wholesale, not a wholesale, but just a, a big line of cuts last week. And I think the Guardians signed like half the players that the Angels cut. Uh, Michael Momo ends John Isner's career with a five-set win at the U.S. Open. Yeah, former former UGA uh, former UGA player John Isner, seven foot tall John Isner that serves the ball like six million miles an hour. Um, former number eight in the world, one of the greatest American tennis players in the past probably 15, 20 years. Uh, he, he retired, uh, lost in five sets at the U.S. Open. Isner was fun to watch, man. He was not very laterally inclined but he could absolutely serve the hell out of a ball he could hit it a million miles an hour so kind of sucks to see him getting retired from tennis because he was a uh he was entertaining to watch play and finally the commish uh the football's commissioner um roger goodell begins his uh tenure as nfl commissioner in 2006 today oh oh raj you could say that he has probably his time in the NFL has probably been the most successful commissioner in any sport. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. 
That's mean, probably fair. Where the NFL was in 06 to where it is now, it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy, uh, it, I don't know, growth. Yeah, that's fair. All right, uh, but that does it for uh, Morning 5 for this week. Um, next week, we are taking Monday off because it's a holiday. That's right. That's right. We sure are. Everybody have a uh, safe, fun Labor Day weekend. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your weekend of high school football tonight, college football tomorrow, and then, Billy, next weekend, we will have three straight days. Actually, more than that. We'll have like six straight days in a row of, uh, of football. We'll have a Thursday night game, a Friday night light, Saturday night college football, Sunday NFL, and Monday NFL. So, can't God, wait, I can't man. Wait. Yeah, I can't uh, wait. wait. It's, it's the, it's the best time of the year. We have our we have our fantasy football draft on Saturday. We do. Um, pump that. Yep. Um, I guarantee you, most of us will be watching college football in the background as well. Yeah, that uh, um, that will not be a sober draft for me. <laughs> that doesn't surprise Can me. Can guarantee you that one right now? Not a sober draft for yours truly. I, I will be sober. But that's it for us. Uh, we will talk to you all next week, same time, same place. Shake your neighbor. Just shake them.